Calling all Swifties and champions of change, Like a Girl Media is rolling out the red carpet for you with our Thrive Like a Girl contest. We're all about celebrating powerful women leaders who inspire us to dream big and push boundaries. And who embodies that spirit more than Taylor Swift herself? Here's your chance to see her live in concert. We're giving away two tickets to Taylor Swift's show in London on Saturday, June 22nd. Imagine being part of the magic, all thanks to Like a Girl Media. Entering is easy. Subscribe, share, and show us which episodes inspired you the most. Visit our website or check our social media for all the details. Don't just dream it, be it. Thrive like a girl and make this summer unforgettable. Contest opens globally. Voidware prohibited. Must be 18 or older to enter. No purchase necessary. Subscribe and share with hashtag thrive like a girl and tag us at like a girl underscore media for entry. Unlimited entries means unlimited chances. Winner chosen at random after contest closes May 20th, 2024. We'll be notified via DM. Make sure your profiles are not private. Check full rules on our site. This is your shot to see Taylor Swift live. Don't miss it. Hello there and welcome to the Hit Like a Girl podcast. My name is Joy Rios and on this show we talk about really how complicated healthcare can be, mostly speaking with women around healthcare and technology and just the 30,000 piece puzzle of trying to make sense of it all. Today, we have a couple guests that are going to share with us about C-Sweetener. And so I would like to give you both an opportunity to introduce yourself. Sure. I'm Nancy Green. I'm a senior vice president for MedDecision, which is a digital care management company. And I'm part of, I'm a mentor with C-Sweetener, but been in healthcare for about 30 plus years now. Hi, I'm Kate Liebelt. I'm a chief of staff and business leader at a women's health company. I've been in the industry for about 20 years give or take, and have worked both in pharma and the provider space. How long have you all been mentors with C-Sweetener? Well, with C-Sweetener, a couple years. I've been a mentor probably for about 15 years, different organizations. And then within, so my background, I spent a lot of time at Verizon. So I was part of their women mentoring program and then just done quite a bit on the outside as well. Yeah. And similar to Nancy, I've taken, you know, informal and formal opportunities to mentor and be mentored Yes, over yeah. over the last 20 years. And I've been involved with C-Sweetener, I think, give or take for four years. Wonderful. Can you kind of walk us through what their platform and program is like? How does it work? And I'll start with you, Nancy. The program program itself allows mentees to search the areas that they're interested in. And that pulls up the mentors that have that experience. And then they get to choose which one. They can have just one meeting with us. They can say, oh, I want to do more. I've had mentees do the whole program with me. And others that, hey, I really have a good, I have a, some really burning questions around strategy. So that's my background. And so they're, they want to know, how do I do this? Or I just got this job. What do I do? There's some real ease of movement. I think you, you've got some good examples. Well, pause for a second. What are the topics that are covered? Like if somebody were to filter through the type of mentorship that they were looking for, in addition to strategy, what would it be? Well, each of us have our own unique uniqueness, right? So mine has, so strategy is one of them, but I've been with small startups. I've been with big, big companies. I've been on my own, started my own consulting company and then went to a midsize. So I have a lot of, what do I do? I'm at a crossroads. Which way do I go? Which, you know, those kinds of things. And then there are those who really are in the pharma space. I don't have any background in pharma. Mine is provider and payer. 
So they would go somewhere else for that particular piece of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. What about you, Kate? So similar experience. I mean, I think the inquiries I've received as a mentor, and I've also used the the platform as a mentee, have been around career transitions, Mm -hmm. right? So at another point in time in my career, I worked in management consulting. So spoke with a lot of women that were interested in potentially exploring careers in consulting. Also those that are founders and are looking for subject matter experts in the pharma space, provider space. And it's interesting as I've changed roles in my career and have updated my profile in the platform, that then generates new inquiries based on particularly the founder population um, on the platform. That's also translated then into interesting advisor and board of directors opportunities. Really? Uh, for startups, yeah. And I actually have a, a, a story about one one such a match with a, a company on the platform and they were looking for an advisor in the, the provider space. And that has turned into a really rewarding um, advisor startup relationship. Yeah, I have underneath my profile go to market because that's a lot of what I focused on. And so I do get a lot of uh, w- women who are starting their own company and really, can we just sit and talk about what my product is X? Where do you think the market would be? And a lot of times they're thinking one way and it's really just because of the experience across all these different organizations and so many people within healthcare and so many organizations, it helps them to understand because they might only have one specific slice of a background. So it really helps them. And so can you tell me how many mentees have you? do you have at any given time? And what is the length of the relationship? I know that there's not a one-size-fits-all answer to that, but just curious about your experience. So I have one, I just ended one that was for a year. So she she stayed with me for the full year. It was an amazing experience for both of us, really kind of life-altering for both of us, which often happens, by the way. Mentoring happens, you know, it helps you too. Definitely gives me some really amazing energy. Then I have the onesie, twosies, I call them, that, that come in and go, hey, I need to talk to you about this. So they pop up again a little bit later, maybe. I have one that scheduled here, and I'm like, I could not do a mentoring session here. Let's do it on Monday. Yeah. So th- that's a new one. So th- so they just they just pop up. Similar experience. It's really kind of fit for purpose, depending on the needs, and, and relationships grow organically. I have to yes. say that um, I, I've probably mentored... Let maybe 20, 25 folks over the course of, of the last um, couple of years. But I'll tell you with those relationships, it always feels very bi-directional. I'm, I, I'm not always the one yes. doing the mentoring, right? And one relationship I developed on the platform was with was with an executive that actually had more years of experience than I do. She was going through, though, a career transition and she'd noticed that I'd kind of switched, you know, pivoted multiple times in my career. And our calls, we went from four or five monthly connects to about 18 months worth of monthly connects during the pandemic. And I think um, one one um, really a- incredible um, result of having a platform like C-Sweetener during the pandemic was it created oh, opportunities for it's connectivity a- and those professional and personal conversations at a time when, you know, we weren't, we didn't have a lot of opportunities to, to network organically like I, in yeah, pre-COVID times. It was yeah. a good support time yeah. for those that were completely in transition. Like I just got laid off or I'm not working. I, I need, how, what, what should I be doing or where should I be going? That's fantastic. I can imagine that that is a really meaningful and fulfilling thing to participate in as a mentor. But I think even it sounds like, what about as a mentee? Like you kind of, as a mentor, can you also be a mentee or have you been mentored by others through this program? For me, not through C-Sweetener. I have my own mentors mm-hmm. um, that I've put together over over the years that, that I have relied on. And then I always talk about the difference between a mentor and a sponsor with my mentees. Yeah. That, you know, I'm happy to be a mentor, but let's find you a sponsor inside your company 
And let's talk about how to do that. Well, let's talk about what is the difference between those two things. For me, in the way that I explain it, and a sponsor is someone who is your advocate when you're not there, is kind of the way that I talk about it. So man or woman, when they're in executive meetings and they're talking about projects or they're talking about direction and they go, you know, Nancy Green, it would be perfect for that job. Right. That's a sponsor. And a mentee or mentor really is is someone who's really, okay, let's look at what's going on. Let's look at this. I have people who send me PowerPoints that say, I'm about to do this presentation. What do you think? And I'm like, okay, change that, change that, go. You know, so it's a little bit different. It's a different relationship. I don't know if you describe it differently. Absolutely describe it the the same way. And I think that the the challenge and a topic of conversation is how do you how do you find that sponsor? And it sounds like you've had those conversations. Let let's find you a sponsor and let me define what it is and let me help you find one in your organization. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's not always women um, as as a sponsor. Um, yeah. I always make sure that they see that but you can also look at men. Can I ask Nancy a yeah. question? Actually, yeah, have sorry. you? it sounds like you've maybe developed, I think, what's called a like a personal board of advisors. Yes. Yes. Okay. I call them my pit crew. Pit I crew. Oh, that. that's great. <laughs> yes. Do you know Glenna Crooks? She... Well, let's pause for a second sorry. because we've been joined by Janet Guyton. Do you want to... Yay. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for being part of this conversation and yeah. welcome. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. So we've been talking about just what the experience of, of being a mentor as part of the C-Sweetener program, but can we take a step back and and really talk about like the history of C-Sweetener and how did it come to be? And it sounds like there's also some technology component that it's different than other mentorship programs. Can you speak to that? Yes, I can. So the Health Foundation acquired C-Sweetener. We were very lucky to have had a couple of passionate founders that, you know, <laughs> came, came ahead of our involvement. And they really created an amazing network of mentors, you know, and, and I'm sure that already you've been told who those people are, but I'll just reinforce. These are all people with 20 or more years of experience in healthcare and uh, a lot of names that you would have seen on the health stage this week. It's really, I would say, unparalleled in terms of the depth and the breadth of an experience level of people. So yes, so we we acquired this program and it had been built in a way that was really intentional. So it's a very passionate network, but it needed a new home to grow. So we formalized the program a bit, adding in, you know, the, the applications, the collection of demographic information so that we can track ourselves and make sure that we are indexing along the lines of general representation in the population. So my goal, I have that dashboard now. So my goal this year is to look at that representation and see where we're under-indexed around certain dimensions of disparities so that we can then advertise to to bring the right mentors and mentees into the program. So that's kind of where how we built, formalizing a little bit. And then when I came in, you were talking about the pandemic. So we had a certain number of mentees at the time and the pandemic happened right when we launched. And this was really an amazing illustration of the burden of caregiving on women because so many women, there were many who could not take advantage of their credits. They were overwhelmed, especially women with young children who were unable to take advantage of their credits. And we realized, well, there's just a lot going on for these leaders because even the mentees, I mean, these are all people with 10 plus years, many of them also founders. They're carrying a lot of responsibility in their lives and then their professional lives. So we just said, all right, right off the bat, we need to do more. So we assigned an extra year of credits. Again, it was just, and 
I was so lucky to be working under the auspices of health where there is genuine support for what we're doing here. And it was not a question. It's like, Jana, if it makes sense, just do it. So I feel like that was one way we were able to support right from the beginning. And so as far as the technology aspect that you asked me about, yeah, there's a great platform. And one of the really awesome features of C-Sweetener is that mentees get to choose their mentors. They're able to choose by dimensions of um, function, like role, as well as vertical in healthcare. And then this platform will return turn a, a series of a long list of folks that you should look at. And then there's further depth into each individual's profile. So you can find those right mentors for you. And we do not require that mentees stay with one mentor. They can, they can switch it up. So is it one mentor and mentee at a time? Or can it be one to many? It's one at a time. So it's a one to one meeting. However, you have your monthly meetings. You have 12 of these over the year and you're welcome to switch it up. So, you know, it depends. Like I know I've spoken to a few mentees who came to me and said, I, I, yeah, I have this one concern and I wanted a different perspective on it. So I went to three different mentors about this one thing or founders who will, they'll use it as much for leadership development as for an understanding of their markets. So maybe I'm a founder and I really don't understand the payer market very well. I might go and speak to a leader in that arena and say, what what do I need to understand? So there, it is that the platform is used in for beyond leadership development to really understanding the marketplace in ways that are, that add value to a woman's or non-binary person's career. And so who would be the idea, like who should be applying for a mentorship? Any woman or a non-binary person in healthcare who has 10 or more years of experience or is a founder. Okay. And it's no cost to them. We either, so we either provide it as a scholarship. If anyone who's eligible, um, the Health Foundation will give them a scholarship, but we also work with corporate sponsors. That's an area where I'm really trying to build because I, the support is certainly there. It's a matter of understanding how we can better support our sponsors in doing this. Like the sponsors we've had are typically um, so far they've been team leaders, folks that I'm conversing with because of their experience and their their presence at health at the event. But then they have to kind of um, feed into their HR organization, and that's the piece I'm still trying to build. So it, you know, open to any feedback on that on how to make it happen. But you know, HR is its own really large organization within any company. So that's where they need to be able to build the case and also kind of get on. Under the, under the, you know, onto their radars. Well, I mean, creating an environment to match people up is a difficult challenge, it you is. know, to it do. Is. So, how from where you started and where you are now and where you want to go, like, what does the growth look like? How is it? How's that been? I think we're at about four x growth. Okay. And the mentees and mentors, I can't remember the numbers, but I think now we are about 200 mentors and 556 mentees, wow. I think, have been served since the beginning. That's yeah, that's, awesome. a, I mean, since the beginning, you know, but I, yeah, we've had some great growth and I think it's because the need is there. Sure. Yeah. And also now, you know, health is a big megaphone and I'm not afraid to use it for this. <laughs> Good for you. Yes, exactly. That's, that's why we're be. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. what questions do you guys have for each other? I imagine you don't get to be in the same room and sort of give feedback on the program either. I would love to sort of facilitate that if you're open to it. Well, yes. I mean, for me as the person who is thinking about what we can do ahead, I would love to know from you, Nancy and Kate, um, what questions your mentees have that are unanswered that we could help them answer. So I'm thinking about content partnerships and sponsorships ahead and ways to help educate um, women and, and non-binary members of the network in in areas where they have need. That's a, good, that's a great question. I don't. Do you have an answer at the top of your head? I'm, yeah. Well, I think. Uh, yeah. Going just, back through conversations. Two thoughts. So, <clears throat> oh, two thoughts. So, one is I've had quite a few conversations with 
mentees who are currently established within an organization and they're looking to make that leap to that next level of leadership. Right. Maybe it's running a division. Maybe it's adding a significant number of headcount in their existing role. And that kind of fear of, do I have the qualifications? Do I have the experience? The, the, the job description says I need these things and I don't have all of those things yet, but how do I make that crosswalk between the experiences I do have and the opportunities? and just kind of addressing some of the fear and maybe insecurity and how to frame themselves to their hiring managers, to those stakeholders that will ultimately make the decision, right, if they get the role. So I think just creating a space for an ongoing dialogue about how to make that leap to that next level of leadership. Um, And then the other kind of open questions I continue to get are from founders around collaborations. They're looking to collaborate with pharma, provider, payer, and seeking guidance on, you know, how do you make that initial connect? How do you build that business case that's really going to appeal to an enterprise organization? What tips and feedback do you have? So those are two trends, I think, in the conversations that I've had as a mentor. Yeah, and, and I would add the sponsorship. How do I get sponsorships? Not sponsorships with for me within the company. So what I was talking about before. And then I have the same as well. They're, they're, I want that next level. And you and I talked about this the other night. I have a mentee that she wanted to be a VP. I'm like, really? Why do you want to be a VP? Is it the title or what? And we really had some really good conversations about she didn't actually maybe really want to do that, but she had to really look at it. Yeah. And what was more important to her and then the growth after that. And she's in the best position she could possibly have designed for herself. Can you share a little bit more right. about that? Like what was the con what was the what was the depth of that conversation of like and how did it yeah, how that did was, you navigate it? Was actually it? the first one, because yeah. you know, you wow. do the first, you know, tell me what you want and here who's who I am. And uh, she's well, and I said, Well, what do you want to do with your career? And she said, so I want to be a VP and and having been a VP and now a senior VP, I'm like Really? Okay. <laughs> Tell me why. And and it was all about the title, not really the work. And I said, so would you say you want to make an impact or you want to be a VP? Very different. Very different things. And that put her back on her heels. Mm-hmm. And she said, I want to make an impact. And I said, okay, well, then let's talk from that. And, it's, you know, fast forward, she's now leading the clinical, because she was a nurse, she's leading the clinical team and building an entire team in her organization, which is a very large organization for client growth. They didn't have it. Wow. So it was just how can she navigate through all that? Where can she find her sponsors and what can she do? I was going to just say, sometimes finding, the, I guess, the road to impact or to whatever it is you want to do is promotion. And that's when you immediately get into the issue that Kate talked about. For many people, right. that's lack of confidence, imposter syndrome. And actually, there is gender evidence around this difference that if men have like three of 10 things on the job qualifications, and I don't know if it's exactly three, but it's a, it's a lower number, then they go are... go for it. They, yeah, oh, they yeah. go for it. And they're like, yeah. I, I'm the person for this job. And they go in and they sell it. They do. And I'm not saying there are plenty of, there are plenty of women and non-binary people who will do the same. But we are, as women, socialized to not have that, yeah. to, to be more yeah. introspective, analytical, to take direction from men because that's the world we live in. So it's much harder, I think, for a woman to say, yeah, I want that title and this is the work that I want to do and I deserve it. Yeah. Well, and I only have three of the 10 requirements, right? right. But I yeah. but I am confident in myself mm-hmm. to know that I can learn on the job or it's figure outable. Yeah, figure outable. Yeah. I love that. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And, and at, on this point, I just have to say a huh. huge shout out to Rich Scarf 
CFO of President yeah. of Health because Absolutely. I would not have my role if he had not been a sponsor to me in many ways. Oh, I, we worked together in my last role and he gave me so many opportunities to grow and to do the things. He, and he would say to me, you have really good ideas. You have really, and somebody just saying that to you make, helps you to realize what your strengths are. But it, and many times in my experience, it, your strengths are also your loves. Your passions. Your passions. So, so yeah. me winding up here doing the work of the foundation is, in a sense, somebody else validating what I knew, but maybe wasn't as confident about in my own self. And now I think, and I had friends too say, wow, this is the role for you. And I was like, oh, I didn't really, I actually hadn't realized that was a sort of something other people could see about me or could reflect back to me. And seeing that, I'm like, all right. Yeah. And well, yeah, an this energy. is what I'm doing and I'm owning it because yeah. Yeah. I have, I'm not wasting the opportunity. And there's an energy around that. And you can see it when even as tired as we all are this last day of the show, it, you energize when you talk about it, right? You, you do. You get, yeah. right? Because it's, in a, the it's flow. a passion. Yeah. You're in the flow. Yeah. 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 And that's what, I'm probably the same with, with your mentees. I, that's, well, what's, what, do you, what passions do you have to have that about what you want to do? It, and I purposely, and purposely, it's not about a title. Could be a title. But if that title isn't what you're passionate about, then you're going to burn out quick. Totally. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of getting a career coach, either for a short yeah. period of time or a long period of time. And I've heard <clears> that, <throat> you know, as we advance in our careers, you know, you typically need more coaches, some for productivity, some for relationship building, some for maybe, you know, learning kind of the art of storytelling. A mirror. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a three-dimensional yeah. mirror, right? Yeah, yeah. To, to, to give you that feedback and, you know, for your best and highest good, but also to give you that honest feedback, right? But I had a coach who said, you know, our, our superpowers, if you will, those things that kind of, you know, fuel us are often those things that we take for granted. We 100%. Don't, we don't know because they come so naturally to us. Yes. It's like, what? Oh, you know, I'm I'm a connector, but yeah, but so I, 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 I yeah. connect naturally. That I, I do it in my, you know, I can yeah. do it very easily. I don't even think about it. I don't expend energy doing because it, it just comes naturally. And my coach said, Kate, stop right there. That's, you need to focus, that's a superpower and you need to elevate be really that. proud of that yeah. and elevate it. Don't take yeah. it for granted, so. I completely agree. And also that is something that is completely identifiable about you, Kate, from the minute I met oh. you. You connect people and, and ideas and ideas around people. I mean, in every possible way, at every gathering I've ever been to, you've had multiple sub-gatherings that are always really fun. fun. Yeah, And yeah. actually, you're the reason that we had the child care, child, I should say, caregiving grants this year. Oh my gosh. Oh, from our, right. Yeah. Yes. You, okay. Yeah. It's And I, I said this before, like, it's like two women meet in a bar and this is what's happened. Oh you know, and it was thanks to Kate Lebel because that's, so that's how I met yeah. Kat McDavid, yeah. right? And she yeah. has this passion and had started a foundation, wasn't honestly sure where she was going to go with it and and had people sending her money. And when I went back to my office, I was like, well, I could it. use money for my idea. And I connected go. with her and lo and behold, now we've got caregiving grants that for women. That is awesome. And, you know what? Uh, I have a question about that because I know that there's there's been so many more female speakers here this year and like how many of them it's needed amazing. and took advantage of those child those caregiving grants. Yeah, so we had 10 grants to give and we gave them all. Awesome. Some of them went to speakers. <laughs> there go there goes some of the team. Hello. Yes, yeah, so we had 10. We gave some of them to our, um, speakers on the stages, but also we expanded our definition to patient advisors. So you may know that we launched the Patients at Health program yeah. under the Health Foundation. So cool. Yeah, it was great. It was really great the way people responded to it. But, you know, as a part of that program, we invited patient experts to advise alongside, you know, with, with healthcare advice 
executives at the Genius Bar and in other ways. So those folks are also really speaker in a sense. They're there, they're invited for their expertise. So we also did give some of those grants to family caregivers and, and parents. It's fantastic. It was the best job yeah. in the world to do that. So I'm curious about you, Janet. You've you've done a lot of setting up the systems. Do you also serve as a mentor? Yes, and I, it's <laughs> accidental. Yeah, so I, I, it's kind of funny, but I had set up when we were beta testing, you know, the platform and the, and the connection to the new website and the application and all the things you need to go through to get it running. Um, I created, of course, a profile, a mentee and a mentor profile, so I could see what the experience looks like, find any bugs or whatever. I kind of forgot to take those down. And, and, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but this has been so good for me because now I've had a few people reach out for for mentoring and I have completely enjoyed it. Yeah. Completely. And in fact, I had a mentee come up to me on the show floor this week and say, oh my God, Jana. And and I know all the things that she's going through and and, um, we were able to just kind of touch base and it was really rewarding. Yeah, yes, that is, is so cool. But I will say, I'm still suffering. I, I I wish somebody would do a review of my mentoring because you want to know if you're doing well. Are you giving the advice that was asked? Are you? Where could you improve? I'm just. I, I like those numbers but as what a self improvement geek. Yep. For mentees, did they have an opportunity to give feedback? They, they, do. Do. they do. Yeah, actually, mentors and mentees can give session reviews. They are private, so yep. you know if somebody reviews me as a mentor, I can only see it because I actually operate the program. Although I really hope that nobody will avoid giving me since I've said this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really, reviews are. <laughs> but in every other case, the reviews are are private, right? So if right. somebody reviews a mentee or a mentor, I see, I can see it. It's only for us to kind of understand how it's all going. It it doesn't really go anywhere else. But I think that the experience speaks for itself. So you know, Nancy, you just finished with a mentee, yes. and I'm sure you know by now. If somebody didn't tell you that there was a quote over at the kiosk from a mentee wow. that was anonymous and it was your mentee. Wow. And I know you know who it is. And the, I it, do. It, I mean, we use it as a testimonial. What was the during, quote? Let's hear it. What was it? It, it? So this is a mentee who was ending her year of mentorship with Nancy and others and just said, this mentorship has not just changed the way I think about my work, but myself, my life, and this has completely changed me. And I will never, I will, yeah, and I, I wish I could, I'm not saying it eloquently, but it was about as deep as you can go in terms of its appreciation and the impact on her life. So this is what mentorship really does. The connections that mentors make for mentees, it expands in every direction. Yes. I have now met, I mean, right from Kate, wow. you worked with somebody else, Priya, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, so tell that story. Yeah. Oh, in terms of Oh gosh, which story? I have a lot well, of stories story with Christina. Priya. Right. So yeah, so there's a right. yeah, okay, yeah, another connector, another right, right, mega, mega. No. Oh well, Christina Blackburn. So I was uh, uh, so a tour the third. Let's see, November of 2020. So you know we're well well into the pandemic, and uh, Christina Blackburn reached out to me, and she has a fabulous platform that actually teaches clinicians how to work with patients that are victims of domestic abuse. And I thought her platform, her story, her motivation was so, so incredible. And we kind of um, developed a relationship, this kind of journey and helping her form her board of advisors and work with and find, you know, technology partners and think about, you know, what her business would look like. And I, in turn, um, recruited Priya, who at the time was working for a large hospital trade organization. And she could come in and provide both, you know, policy insights and provider insights. And so it just, it's, it accelerates 
kind of that that 4X effect, if you will, that Jana talked about earlier, but just kind of building that community around these founders. And, you know, good women support good women. We lift each other up. And Christina has just done incredible things in the last couple of years. And Priya was a mentee in the program. And Priya was a mentee. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get to hear some of those backend stories because I get letters of appreciation. And really, they're for the mentors. So I often wish I could share those out. But it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So let's share with the audience how they could get involved. Where do they need to go? Csweetener.org, and I'll spell it. And even though we're talking about trying to get women into the C suite, it's C sweetener like sugar. C S W E E T E N E R dot org. Thank you. And then if our if any of our listeners want to reach out to you or connect, where would you direct them? Absolutely. The C Sweetener platform. Absolutely. Yeah. Kate Liebelt. And okay. uh, Nancy Green. You can also find us all on LinkedIn. LinkedIn okay. as well. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you guys for sharing your stories Thank and I you. can't Thank wait to share with our audience. This has been fantastic. Wonderful. Really Thank fun. you so much. Thank you so much. My Thanks. pleasure. Thanks for listening. You can learn more about us or this guest by going to our website or visiting us on any of the socials with the handle hit like a girl pod. Thanks again. See you soon. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Hit Like a Girl podcast. I am truly grateful for you, and I'm wondering if you could do me a quick favor. Would you be willing to follow or subscribe to this podcast, or maybe leave us a rating or review? Or if you're feeling extra generous, would you share this episode on your Instagram stories or with a friend? All those things help us podcasters out so much. I'm the show's host, Joy Rios, and I'll see you next time.